The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to your Lord. Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea, to the territory of the Gerasenes. When he got, up, when he got out of the boat, a once a man from the tombs who had an unclean spirit met him. The man had been dwelling among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any longer, even with a chain. In fact, he had frequently been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles smashed, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and on the hillsides, he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. Catching sight of Jesus from a distance, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. He had been saying to him, Unclean spirit, come out of the man. He asked him, What is your name? He replied, Legion is my name. There are many of us. And he pleaded earnestly with him not to drive them away from that territory. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they pleaded with him, Send us into the swine, let us enter them. And he let them, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. The herd of about 2,000 rushed down a steep bank into the sea where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away and reported the incident in the town and throughout the countryside, and people came out to see what had happened. As they approached Jesus, they caught sight of the man who had been possessed by legion, sitting there clothed and in his right mind, and they were seized with fear. Those who witnessed the incident explained to them what had happened to the possessed man and to the swine. Then they began to beg him to leave their district. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed pleaded to remain with him. But Jesus would not permit him and told him instead, Go home to your family and announce to them all that the Lord in his pity has done for you. Then the man went off and began to proclaim in the Decapolis what Jesus had done for him. And all were amazed. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, it, I mean, this is a, this is a fantastic, uh, awe-inspiring uh, account of, of, this, um, uh, of this exorcism that Jesus works uh, for, for this particular man. It has, uh, has many political overtones in it. Uh, you know, I'm not sure that, uh, that we're, um, we're trained to, to kind of catch them uh, at first sight, but, uh, but even the, the, um, the sense of legion Right, the possession of, of the man by legion is uh, is itself more than likely um, a reference to uh, to the Romans, who had uh, you, you know invaded that territory and uh, and controlled that territory, and uh, and we're seen actually, um, do you know as uh, by by Jesus's time we're we're seen as something like Satan incarnate. Uh, at least by the by the peop- by the by the Jewish people uh, who were close to that particular territory, but of course that's not Jewish territory. We know that because there is a whole massive, you know, uh, herd of swine there, and uh, and Jewish people would not uh, not go near not go near that. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's we have political overtones because we have that the oppression of of the Roman regime, um, you know, uh, coloring the. More than coloring the the story, because it because there's there's some sense also of the fact that you know oppression just doesn't doesn't simply work from from the outside. It it takes over people from the inside, and uh, and this is you know it's that's not all there is 
and I'll say why that's that's not all there is, but um, but this is this is a big part of what we're what we're seeing here, and then the interaction between uh, Jesus, the man, the swine, the swine herds, the the um, and and the town. These are these are all very significant, uh, say politically, but they're also very significant as it relates to uh, as it as it relates to worship, and the and the uh, and the building up of. And even and tearing down of of human uh, societies and cultures, because we have this right the the um, the men uh, possessed, uh, overwhelmed with the uh, the oppression, the oppressive force of uh, of of Rome, and yet kind of left out uh, by by himself, um, and uh, not so as to to not be too great an influence, of course, on on the town and what what destruction. He would cause if he was if he was, well, he is left to run rampant because they can't restrain him. But to keep out, keep on the outside of town. But what a force he would be on the, on the inside of the operation. Uh, and then the, the swine herds, right? Who's wh- why are why are they going back to the town to say what happened? Well, they've lost all their pigs. And they've lost they've lost their their commerce. They've and and they've lost a good. Um, you know, a good bit of the food supply of the town. These are, these are really big threats to all of them. They're really big threats uh, to the people of the town, and they come out to Jesus for a good reason, to tell him, please leave. <laughs> you know, it's like, you, you upset everything. Do you know, like, we've got this guy isolated outside of town. We don't, we, we, that's it, right? It's, it's done, it's done. We don't have to worry about him, even though, you know, we can't restrain him. But he's out there, leave him out there, please. You know, and uh, and we we have our commerce work. We've got our our markets working, whatever, and you know, um, trade and and sustenance and the rest. It's it's working quite well for us. Thank you. Like we 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 get it, right? There are, there are there are victims here. There are, there are people who are suffering uh, and the rest. But yeah, you know, better one than many. And just you know, just leave us alone. Really, we, we'll do we'll do it quite well without you. Yeah, and and of course, Jesus has. You know he's going to leave, but he ha- but he ha- he doesn't have any real patience for that for that mentality, right? Who who is uh, who's the victim here? Who's literally who's the marginalized, right? The the guy on the mar the very margins, that that's the guy that Jesus is going to go heal. Now here's the rave. I mean, look, I don't know. We don't we don't use these words anymore, right? But this is a raving lunatic on this on the on the side of the hill. He's living in the cemetery. He's he's unclean, right? He's uh, he's in he's in the pagan he's in um, non-Jewish territory. He's on un, he's unclean. He's around the pigs. He's uh, he's in the cemetery. This this is like the the most disgusting person in the world uh, for a Jewish person to encounter. He, he will make him he will make Jesus and his and his disciples unclean in every imaginable way, and that's the guy that Jesus goes to. So good for us, right? Because we're that guy. Okay. Anyway, so let me. Uh, yeah, you're a bunch of raving lunatics. Okay. So um, get over it. No, it's it's good because Jesus has come to you. Do you know Jesus has come to you? He's he's seen past it all, and he's and he's come to you with uh, with healing, and he doesn't care what it messes up. Yeah, because he loves you. That's that's what matters. So he's gonna he's gonna just push right into it. He doesn't, you know, yeah, he doesn't care. He's gonna prioritize you, and then and then let and and let things kind of grow as they will from there, right from that place of healing. Instead of saying like, let me get in and kind of reorganize everything, and you know, I get that there's this this political 
um, kind of um, uh, piece together harmony or what, whatever. Like you, you guys have figured it out or whatever. But that guy's trapped. Right? That guy's enslaved. He's he's burdened. He's broken. Whatever. I'm gonna go heal him. I don't care what effect that has. In fact, I, I well, I do care what effect that has because his healing is gonna bring a, a better sense of healing and restoration to everybody else. Yeah, you're gonna have some problems. Deal with it because this is about right re, um, setting captives free. This is, this is about the healing and restorative mission of, of God. So th- this is what he's going to do. Yeah? And this is us. If, if, if God messes things up by healing people uh, for us, you know, good for him and good for that healed person and good for us. If we have to deal with stuff as a result of God's healing people, you know, fine, we'll take it. You know, even though it might be painful and, uh, and uh, frustrating to any number of different other agendas that work kind of counter to the kingdom of God. Anyway, we've got this going on, but look, I want to say, Jesus didn't simply come in to do this um, kind of reconfiguration of, of uh, political powers, right? Like he's just, let me push Rome back into the sea and everything's fine. There's, there are other things going on there, right? He, Jesus is dealing with, uh, with um, say, uh, brokenness, uh, disorder, and the like on the spiritual level. And he has to get in there or every political system fails. Even the political systems of the church fail, where her people fall into um, brokenness and, and, uh, and, and woundedness and disorder that they don't want to face and that they won't allow Jesus to face. We're, I mean, we're simply a, a, a community of forgiven sinners. Right? When we forget about the work that forgiveness wants to do in us, what God's mercy wants to do in us and through us, we're just like every other society. You know, we're the ones who are going to find ourselves thrown back into the sea. We, that's, our, that's, our, that's who we are at the core, who God has made us to be, people who have received his mercy. As soon as we forget about mercy, you know, we have nothing. But how, does that, but how does that mercy come to us? It comes to us through Jesus. Yeah? And so I think we see in the, um, in, in the very, um, how do we say, um, in, the, in the intentional retelling of this, of this story by St. Mark, we see what, you know, this man might be, you know, secluded on the hill by himself at this part of the gospel. By the end of the gospel, Jesus is on, on the hill by himself. This guy might be uttering words here that no one finds intelligible and, and the like. Jesus, when he's on his cross, you know, crying out in words that nobody really understands. Right? It's the man here is is naked and bound with chains. Jesus, there, he's, this is a bad portrayal, but I understand why we do it. But he's naked on the cross. And he's, he, he's bound by the, by the nails that, that hold him there. So he's going to suffer it for us. Right, so th- this, this, and this man's freedom and Jesus making him free leads directly to the cross. And he's willing to suffer that as well. In order, to, in order to liberate us, in order to, in order to free us, to, to heal us, and to give us the, the, the strength uh, that we need to trust and follow him in all things today because he's our liberation. Jesus is our liberation. He's our salvation. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And today he gives us what we need to follow him in faith.